Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It's The Mike Calter Show. Hi, my name is Juliana. And I'm just nine years old. And these are mean things you said to my daddy after he posted a sweet video of me shooting the double bird. Mike, isn't your daughter nine years old? I just don't find the humor in this. Thanks, at Lorraine Delordo. Yes, Lorraine, I'm nine. I'm also a straight-A student who is studying to learn Japanese. I was just a kid being silly with my dad. So lighten up your old coat. In Japanese, they would call you furry futada. Uji. That means you old fat cow. <laughs> hey, Kelta, it looks like time for an ass whooping to me. Thanks, at Chris Dudley. Oh, I see. One funny video, and this guy's calling for child abuse. Hey, Chris, how about I go in the pasture and pick a switch? And shove it up your redneck ass. How's that for child abuse? I'm sorry, Daddy, but sometimes these rednecks need to be such straight. Hey, Mike, she looks like a disrespectful brat. Oh, really? Thanks, at John Hope. I- I'm so sorry, John. <laughs> I-, I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> I'm just a kid. <laughs> if I could ever get to meet you, I'd look you in the eye and tell you to suck a fat baby's pecker. So lighten up, dick nose. Jeez, Daddy, these people are round a little tight. I thought crystal meth chilled people out. I'm sorry, Mike. Is it me? I just don't see the humor in this. Thanks, at Leo Perez. Yes, it is you, Leo. You probably think Duck Dynasty is funny, and you never understood the humor and Kerber enthusiasm. You're that guy. You do have a profile pic of you and your little daughter while you're hoarding a shotgun. I guess on Hee Haw, that's humor. Thanks, Leo. Oh, well, Daddy. You can't please everyone. Just like you can never please Mom. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, fire tonight, Dad. So long, you sensitive jagoffs. I gotta go watch Seinfeld. Sayonara. Love you, Daddy. the show it's 1025 the bone Galvin yo yesterday the AVLT guys are here yeah and all of our XLR things are in the walls oh I yeah. like it I'll send you a picture of it well I'll be there tomorrow yeah well I guess it's true but see the problem is like like he was here working and then we left and then I came back and all the work is done, and each thing that was a hole in the wall had now has a plate and the XLR inputs and all that stuff. 
but I don't know how to hook anything up. <laughs> like, I don't know where you the central where one is. And, like I said, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I was hoping <laughs> for. So, uh, yeah, so uh, that was fantastic of them. They did a great job, and uh, the studio is moving along. Plus, Joe, your video switcher comes today. I'm oh, very excited. Oh, it's going to be a very fun day. Video Where's switcher, there? a.k.a. Joe's replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to push the button. That's no, right. actually, they don't. I taught the dog how to do it. Yeah, okay. you you know that you can just have it automated. Yeah, and it sucks. I know. Why does Galvin hate you so much? I don't. Know. No, no, no. I saw I saw a thing where uh, whenever you speak, it switches to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's real, not that's intelligent, real. but you know, yeah, it's triggered off a of voice. That's not really what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see video of the person that's talking. I think you need a director there mm-hmm. if you want my. I agree with you. I agree Otherwise, with you. you're never going to see uh, Cracker. <laughs> salt, salt, saltine, salt, salt cracker. Yes. Oh yeah, never saw that guy. <laughs> I miss him. Anyway, uh, yesterday, Carmen, no. after I went to the gym, yeah, I went over to Prime Butcher, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I went and picked up some steaks for the family. Nice. And Peppy is like, my friend, have you ever had a pork bomb? And I was like, hey, Peppy, I'm married. And he's like, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> uh, pork bomb is chicken. I don't know, maybe it's pork, but it's wrapped around... I think it's chicken wrapped around ground pork and then wrapped in bacon. What? So I was like, oh, he's like, try it, try it. I was like, okay. And then I was like, I'll cook that on the grill while I'm cooking the uh, steaks. And Peppy goes, no, 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 no. Air fryer. Oh, I said, yeah. really? Mm. He said, 28 minutes on the Ooh. air fryer. Yep. So I came home, put it in, went out and cooked the steaks, came back. 27 minutes later, it was ready. And uh, we had pork bomb last night. A little Peppy, crispy on the outside, crispy, nice and juicy oh. in the middle. Peppy gave me two pork bombs, so I'm making a little taste of it now. And if you like it, we'll put it in there after news, and it'll be done in a half oh, hour. Man. So, yeah, Prime Butcher uh, on Collier in, in uh, Land O'Lakes, Lutes area. A, f- a great find. When you look for it and you find it, you'll definitely uh, be glad that you did. He said... More people are coming into his place for the W sauce. He's oh. like, I can't keep it in stock. They make W sauce burgers. It's really, it's really a fantastic place. I pay for all my meat. I even have a meat storage locker there where you could do the aged beef. I just like to pass a good place on yeah. other people. And what a sweet guy he is. And Carmen's been in there. She likes it. Yeah, and one of the best things about it, not even the meat. The bread. Oh, oh my God. The bread's it, fantastic. It is so good. So before we get to news, I got to tell you about this. Yesterday... During the show, my wife is on the phone in her office with a client, and her phone is blowing up. And she can't answer it because she's on the phone with a client already, and then by the time she's done, they stop calling. So then she takes the dogs outside, and she's walking the dogs, and they start blowing up the phone again, so she answers it. And immediately, she answers it, and the guy starts yelling at her, who's this and why are you calling my number? And she's like, I've never called your number. You started calling me. And he's like cursing. I can't curse, but he's cursing. BS, you call my number, and I'm going to investigate it, and I'm going to find out who you are. And she's like, I don't know. Fine, investigate it. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the man is screaming at her. And then he said at one point that his son was missing and that if she had anything to do with it, that he was going to get even. I don't know how he got her phone number, but that was what was happening. And she was a little shook by it, but he was very violent. He, He screamed, and he was an older man. And I was like, give me that goddamn phone number. I'll call him right now. And what is that? And uh, so uh, she's like, uh, no, please don't call him, especially if he really is missing his sign. I don't believe any of that nonsense. (laughs) 
So I hit star 67, and I call the guy on his phone, and he answered it. What do you want, mother effer? Why are you hiding your number? What do you have to hide? And you start screaming at me. I didn't even say anything. I go, oh, I think I have the wrong number. No, you know who you're calling. You yelling at me and screaming at me. And I was like, wow. And eventually he hung up on me, and I looked at these guys, and I go, oh, we got to call him back. <laughs> so I called him back again, and it was even worse the second time. I, I can't tell you how funny and how angry it was because the cursing of that's involved. F your mother F and this, that, and the other thing, screaming at me. And I was like, all right, cool. So we thought that that was the funniest thing ever. We were laughing hysterical. So shortly after that, we're in the car. I'm driving. Spanish and Joe are in the car with me. And I go, let's call Pete and tell him we just met a guy who wants to buy a Ferrari, but he's got to call him right now, and we'll give him that guy's phone number. So we call Pete, and uh, he sends us the voicemail. We're like, God damn it. So then we're like... Let's call Bobby Kelly and tell him that the place that was looking that he has that watch that he's been looking for for years has it and they have it for like ten grand. <laughs> so we call Bobby, no answer. My like, God damn it! So we're trying to find somebody to call Galvin. We even thought about calling you, but we felt like if you and this guy met, it would cause a vortex in time. <laughs> yeah. So we we're like, that's not a good idea. So in the meantime, my wife calls me. And we're talking about picking the kids up from school. Who's getting who? I'm getting Joey. She's getting Juliana. What are we doing for dinner? Blah, blah, blah. We talk for a couple of minutes. And then I go, hey, remember when we went to dinner the other night? And Pete gave me the number for the eye doctor. And she goes, yeah. I go, will you call him and make an appointment for me and Joey? We both need to go to the eye doctor this week. Joey needs contacts. I'm getting old. And she's like, I don't have the car. And I go, I'll text you the phone number. And she says, okay. So I text her that old guy's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> So now she thinks she's calling the eye doctor, and she called him, and I still don't know exactly what happened, because she's still not talking to me. You're going to get your wife murdered. Yeah. That was what she said. Yeah. And uh, and she's like, why would you think that that's funny? I'm like, we are rubbing each other's ribs. We're all hurting, <laughs> laughing so hard. And she's like... Uh, She's like, you know, this that, and the other thing, saying, and I was like, oh my god, I'm like, it was fun. She's still mad at me. Oh. She's, I just saw her in the kitchen. I was like, hello, and she goes, mm, walk past me. I go, and then I talked to Bobby last night, and I said to Bobby, I go, man, you didn't answer your phone. Look what we were trying to do. And I told him the story, and he goes, I would have been so mad at you, so mad at you, but the hurt would have been replaced by how hard I laughed at that when it was over. And I was like, yeah. So I'm not going to give other guys' phone number anything because I don't really know if he was missing a child. Obviously, you don't want to. But the simple fact that my wife called him after, oh, well, I wish to God I could have seen it. Yeah, I wish I could have. She didn't recognize the number? No. Yeah, she I'm got too, Scoggins. Right. She got, and then the way I, I lay it out, I put the wrong numbers together yeah. so it doesn't seem like a. Okay. Yeah. I'm smooth, Carmen. You almost got me during the break. You're yeah. like, I need you to call. <laughs> I started typing the number and I was like, wait a second. I recognize this number. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, <laughs> we got to get to that. Let's, uh, it's 722. Uh, let's check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. By the way, today is Thursday. It is a throwback Thursday. A new video is up on our Instagram at the Mike Calta Show of when we had a slap fight in the studio when we did afternoons. Batista happened to be sitting in the studio with us, and one guy knocks the other guy out. It's pretty amazing. If you want to see it, it's right there at the Mike Calta Show on our Instagram. Tomorrow, uh, courtesy of Farah and Farah, we will be giving away free gas. 
Carmen will be out. We'll tell you the location tomorrow at 7.30 where she's going to be in the first 102 cars. We'll get $50 worth of gas each. If your car does not take the full 50, they will come out and give you a card, like yeah. a gas card. For If you only take $40, they'll give you a $10 card. Uh, so we got a lot going on. We'll give you the location. It's going to be insane tomorrow. It's not an April Fool's joke. I know tomorrow's April Fool's Day, but this is something serious and something we want to do to give back to the uh, people that listen to the station and the folks at Fair and Fair stepped up and sponsored it. So that is happening tomorrow. I will start giving you the location hints at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then at 7.30 we'll tell you where Carmen is, where you can go see her, and where you can get free gas. Uh, all right, what do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. You can always go to peltshoes.com, or if you want a phone number, just ask Mike. He'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right? You have a phone number? Six uh, nines. Any kind of shoes you're looking for, whether you need athletic shoes, you need dress shoes, you want some shoes for the beach, they have them all right there at Pelt Shoes, and they have the Pelt Shoes experts to make sure you get the perfect fit. When you stop in there, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. That's everything you bring up to the counter. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. So the big news yesterday around Tampa Bay is Bruce Arians is stepping down as head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He will be replaced by defensive coordinator Todd Bowles. Arians is stepping down after three seasons as the Bucs head coach and moving into the front office where he'll have a role there with the organization. Uh, Tampa Bay defensive coordinator Todd Bowles will replace Arians as head coach. A league source told ESPN's Adam Schefter, uh, that the Bucks finalized a new five-year uh, head coaching contract with Bowles earlier Wednesday. Arians told ESPN he doesn't see the change as a retirement, saying, quote, no, I'm moving to the front office. He said in a text message, I'm still working. Yeah, uh, we're glad to see that this is not health-related. I mean, Bruce Arians has had his history with cancer and with other things that caused him to retire the first time from Arizona. Was that where he was? Yeah. And, uh... He came here and uh, did a great job. Seemed like uh, everybody liked him, but then there was that rumor that him and uh, Brady had a rift, and certainly him and Antonio Brown had a rift. And now, uh, after Brady comes back, Bruce Arians is out, which is a very big coincidence. What was the rumor about him and Brady? Well, the rumor was that he and Brady were not on the same page, and they didn't want Brady didn't want to be with Bruce Arians anymore. Which my thing was none of the local. Beat writers for the Buccaneers were saying that it was all stories that came from you know bloggers. And I was going to say Brady gave him so much praise and gave yeah. Bucks all the love in the world when he I, retired. So listen, it's like- I will I will tell you that because of COVID, and we're going to talk to Rick Stroud here in a minute. Because of COVID, the the writers did not have the access, and also because of Brady and other stuff, did not have the access to the locker room that they've been used to having for years before. And without that, it's hard to pick up other stuff. It's hard to be, if you're not at the practices, if you're not at the the um, place all the time. What happens is, like for me, so I had friends when I was doing sports radio that I made with Buccaneer players. So when Keyshawn Johnson got, in essence, fired, when they sat him for the rest of the season, nobody knew about it. But I knew about it because one of the players called and told me on the side, said, this just happened, go. You know, That's what you rely on to get that kind of information. So if you're not having that developed relationship with a player or somebody that can give you that kind of information, you may not hear about it. 
or you may hear about it and you can't get enough fact to put it in writing in a newspaper because you don't want to get sued or you know you know you have to follow certain guidelines. That's why things like Barstool and Twitter and all that is a wild west. You can just say whatever you want; you don't have to back it up. Uh, but when it comes to a real reporting source, like even Adam Schefter, remember when Adam Schefter said that um, uh, Brady was not retiring and then retired, or what was the thing he screwed well, up? First he said he was retiring, and then Tom Brady Sr. said, no, that's right. not true. And everybody said, oh, that's the end of Schefter. He's wrong. And, he wasn't wrong. And then like a day later, Tom Brady retired. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, it's hard to put really put a... I don't know what the hell to believe anymore. I really don't. I don't know what to believe. I still don't really know what the situation was with Antonio Brown. Yeah. Like, I don't... Is it because he was hurt? Is it because they weren't giving him the ball? Was Brady mad at Arians? What's yeah. that? I said, I think it's because AB's crazy. Well, it is. I mean, he's definitely crazy, but even Kanye is crazy. But when you go see Kanye live, he puts on a good show. So you can, AB could be crazy, but he can be out there catching balls. And you go, God damn, he's crazy, but he's really good at what he does. So what was the final straw? Was it the fact yeah. that uh, Arians was not giving the ball or forcing him to play hurt and told him to go home if he's not going to play? Like, we don't really know what the case is. I mean, it's weird, though, because uh, Arians is still going to be in the building. Like, he's moving into the office. Yeah, so... And not coaching the team daily, but still. Yeah, but in what capacity? So... It, you know, you say know. moving into the front office, and that means he shows up for three PR things a year. They pay him a million dollars, and you never hear from. Or maybe him. just some type of consultant. I'm not. I'm not sure what exactly it is. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't. Nor, or do I care? I mean, yeah. Todd Bowles is one of the most sought after guys for a head coaching job in the league. It's not yeah. like they just picked a guy on the team and said, "Okay, you're the coach now." I mean, we. Well, He's a coach of the future. Apparently, this has been the plan for what they're saying is for quite some time. Right. That Todd Bowles would be the kind of the coach in waiting for the Buccaneers. And then they said that, uh, you know, that Arians did a, a solid for Bowles. He waited until he got Brady back, got the team back together, and then retired. Which, yeah. Which I don't think is true either. But, well, you don't know. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I mean, they said, I was reading that they that uh, Brady knew when he decided to come back this was going to happen. But a lot of people say that Brady went to the Glazers and said either it's me or Arians, which yeah. I don't know if that's true or either. Or does he have a conversation with Jason Light and says, you know, I, I may have one more year in the tank. But I can't do it, Bruce, and I don't expect you to fire Bruce, but I can. You know, I'm not going to do it. I'm retiring. And they're like, a week later, they go, what if we did fire Bruce? And, yeah. what, you know, and I, again, 100% speculation. I have no idea. Yeah. But if, if you told me that uh, John Brennan's my boss, well, I can't believe I said that. Ah. Uh, I can't work for John Brennan, and they say, okay, we move John Brennan to a different radio station. Then I don't get on Instagram and write this glowing thing to John right. Brennan about how much I love him and Unless how much you he feel did guilty. for me. Yeah. I don't feel guilty. Well, you know, like but, you know. No, but Tom Brady has been kind of an upstanding, very, like, honest guy. I mean, who knows if that's really him behind closed doors, but for the most part. Listen, we all thought Will Smith was friendly until a couple of days oh, ago. No kidding. Not yeah. you, Galvin. Nope. You knew. Yeah, yeah you I did. Know. I knew. Yeah, you have you have feelings about somebody, and then if they manifest during your relationship, you go, mm -hmm, I told yeah, you, I right. never just there was something about him I never liked. You know, I've only been wrong about two people in my whole life that I didn't like in the beginning, and I found out that they were actually good people, and I was wrong. You know, it very rarely does that happen, but it happens. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is, and maybe as the season goes on and as more reporting goes on and the reporters get some access to it, we'll find out. Uh, you know, it, what's more likely that Brady had him. Uh, put in the front office or that uh, Arian said, hey, I'm just going to take this time to go ahead and, and chill. Um, all right. Uh, what? I don't know what this says. You, oh, sorry. You, you We're were, calling him. Oh, yeah, oh I didn't know that. Yeah. I was just texting you, Mike, yeah, because Gio said we're calling. You said can you, he's Can calling. you call him real yes, quick? Yes, of course. Okay, cool. We're going to call Rick Stroud uh, from the Tampa Bay Times. Rick is the 
Uh, he all he does. I'm I'm not belittling it, but he covers the Bucks for the Tampa Bay Times. What a great job! Yeah, you've yeah. one thing only the Bucks. No other sports. Well, I'm sure he probably does some other yeah. stuff, and he also hosts the Sports Day Tampa Bay well, uh, podcast. Like a lot of things he's doing. Now. I always see him on. He uh, calls in the Rich Eisen show a lot because he's the authority. Yeah. Like if they're like, "Hey, something's happening in Tampa. Who do we talk to? Who's the number one reporter for yeah. the Buccaneers?" Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of good guys down here who have coverage, but there's a guy like Rick who's been doing it long has those sort of connections when he comes in. So he'll know a little bit more. Uh, he has made a bunch of... He was the one that broke the A-B stuff about the uh, the testing, right? Yeah. And you were you were giving him a hard time about it? <laughs> yeah. I would say he could have just let that go, but I get it. That's, where, that's his job. That's the job, I know. That's his job. I'm but, with you, Gio. But why, why rock the boat, man? Yeah. Things are going good. <laughs> I stand with Gio. Let's, let's welcome Rick Stroud to the show. Rick, how are you, buddy? Hey, I apologize for rocking that boat. <laughs> How hard is that for you? Ended up in the Hillsborough River with another Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> How hard is that for you to do? when you you know, I mean, this is my team, but I gotta, I gotta. This is my job. I gotta report this. Yeah, you know, it's really not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You know, to see, be honest with you, so like I when when I did sports radio and you'd go in the locker room. You're, you're, I'm not trying to make friends with these guys so that I can hang out with them, but I do want them to like me so they can give me a little information. Like I was explaining when uh, when the uh, Gruden sat Keyshawn for the remaining of the season, I knew that right away because one of the other players called and told me on the side the minute it happened. But if you don't have that relationship with them, then you, you miss out on that stuff. But at the same time, when, some, when the crap hits a fan, you have to be the first person to deliver that news. Yeah, I just think, you know, I've done this for so long that that it really – it comes down to your training and journalism. You know, um, we just try to report stories, good or bad. There's been a lot of bad in Tampa Bay over the years, and and uh, and and some really good. And um, you know, for us, it, it you know, if people don't believe this, but we you know, we don't have a fan hat. Haven't had one for for many many years. And yeah. uh, you just kind of go where it leads you. And, and you do take a lot of you know, a lot of shrapnel, some stairs, and, and uh, you know, for about 15 days, my Twitter uh, wasn't a friendly place. So, uh, I apologize for that. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, I hold you personally responsible for that. <laughs> but, but I, you know, uh, you, you kind of grow a thick skin, and um, it is what it is. So long as you're confident that what you're writing is true, that that's really what matters. And that's what I told Gio, and, and what you're doing, writing in a newspaper as opposed to just writing on a website on you know that you own or something, you have to be responsible. You have to you have to fact check. I mean, if you're going with something, we know if we we know if you've reported it that it's probably true. And when that Antonio Brown stuff happened, uh, I mean, we had him on the air before he came to the team, and he was very calm and thank you, sir, no sir. And then we had him on right after he lost his mind, and he was an entirely different person. That that I think really made us see how these guys, how nuts they are in real life, and how often their emotions cause them to change during the season and why things happen the way they do. And you having to deal with that is amazing. Do you think uh, Antonio Brown's situation at the end was because of his injury or because he wasn't getting enough balls? Oh, I think he was frustrated um, for a lot of things, Mike. I I think that you know. Um, he, he came back. It, it, they weren't real. You know, it's kind of conditional in a way. They, they didn't say he was coming back for sure or not. Um, you know, he paid the, the the chef that he owed the money to right right at, right before he came back. He wanted some of his money, bonus money, guaranteed because he wasn't on the field to earn it. 
they refused to do that. And coaches just told me that, that he had a different attitude altogether um, when he came back from his injury. You know, he played that first game. He had 15 targets and 10 catches and all of that. Um, he complained loudly at halftime of that game about not getting the ball, not being the primary target. And he had only only Gronkowski had more in the first half um, by one. So, you know, AB is a volatile guy. I think I think when they signed him, they they knew they were playing with fire. Tom wanted them. Uh, it, it worked out. They signed him again. It, it, I think it was inevitable you're going to get this blow up with AB, and that's that's sort of who he is. He's he's a very volatile personality. Yeah, I, I think we all expected it too. It was fine that it happened when it happened. They already had one under the belt, but it certainly could have changed the outcome of last season. Uh, now we have an entirely new situation. You have Bruce Arians stepping down after Tom Brady comes back and Todd Bowles taking over. And, of course, the speculation is now, did uh, Brady come back with the plan of Arians stepping down because there was that report of a rift? Now, Gio pointed out before we got you on the phone was, you guys really aren't the ones that were reporting the rift. Uh, it was it was the fringe media. So what do you know about the relationship between the two of them? Because it seemed in his post yesterday that he loves Bruce Arians. Yeah, and, and, and Tom's going to say that, right? And I, I think what he said is true. But I also believe, you know, and, and I talked to Bruce. Bruce actually, you know, we were talking about coaching changes in his staff and um, he actually texted me, was very, very upset about that latest, you know, report um, and, and about their relationship having soured. And he wanted to set, set the record straight, and I think he did that. Um, I would just say that, you know, Tom Brady's very demanding. Bruce is very demanding. And, you know, do guys agree on everything you do? No, they don't. You know, it's a relationship like any. It doesn't mean you don't love them. Um, but, you know, I'm sure there were things that happened every year that Bruce, that, that Tom was here that, that – you know, he would have liked to have seen done differently, done better, what have you, because he's a zero-sum guy. He wants to win the Super Bowl every year. Did that relationship um, sour to the point where Tom wasn't going to play if Bruce was the head coach? I, I don't believe that. Um, you know, I, what usually happens, Mike, is at the at the end of the year, you know, there's a discussion with Jason Light and the ownership uh, about their plans. And you, you'd be naive to not think with Bruce turning 70 in October um, – with or without Tom Brady, if there hasn't been discussion about succession plans, right. Todd Bowles was not hired. You know, uh, Bruce told me he was planned on coming back with or without Tom Brady. Uh, he says it's not health related, but we know his health is not is not great. Um, it's good for now, but it takes a toll on him during the season. So, I think there's a, a multiple uh, factors involved in this decision. Um, it, it's hard to believe that you know that. Arians is just so magnanimous, as John Romano wrote today, that he would just simply, you know, hand Step a potential uh, Lombardi trophy to Todd Bowles and yeah. say, you know what, uh, you take it now. Um, but th- that's what that's what's happening, and and um, those guys have been together for forty years, and, and I do think Bruce is, is is wanting to set him up. So somewhere in there um, is the truth, and I, I don't think it's any one thing, but it's probably all of those things. I was saying to the. Uh... To the guys before, when you are in the locker room, I, first of all, I don't. What was your locker room access like this past year? Were you not allowed in there at all? Dude, I haven't seen the inside of the building for two years until wow. the other day. Practices yeah, too? None of that stuff. In, uh, nothing, man. I mean, we we would watch practice for thirty minutes, you know, outside, and we did do some some uh, news conferences outdoors last year um, from a safe distance and all that, but. Yeah, it's been it's been primarily Zoom calls and, and and just a lot of 
you know, no locker room access at all for two years. So remember the old Bucks building, which now is it blows my mind every time I take my wife to the mall. I go, do you realize the Bucks <laughs> used to be right there? Under the yeah, jet man. fuel and this little shack, it was literally trailers. <laughs> but the, it's unbelievable. But um, in that old locker room, though, at the old one buck place, at lunchtime they would have a caterer in the hallway, and the players would get the food and then go sit at their locker and eat. And that was the best time to get the most information because if you can get one of those guys while their guard is down and they're eating their food and they're talking to them, they'll spill their guts and tell you everything. And without having those sort of relationships and without getting close to those guys. You don't get all – I feel like you – not you necessarily, but I feel like you would know more about the inside dirt if you were able to have I – mean, without having that access to you, that had to make your job a thousand times harder. Yeah, no question. I think, you know, I, I mean, that's where, you know, longevity has its reward, right? I, I've, I've known these guys. I know a lot of guys on the coaching staff, so you certainly have to dig a lot harder. But you're right. We all remember the woodshed out there and, <laughs> you know, close quarters for better or for worse and – uh a lot of reporters coming from out of town getting the dangling hand from Warren Sapp when they try to say hello. But, oh, that was the um, best. You know, yeah, it was, you know, it, it's a lot easier to do your job when, when, you know, you can actually form relationships with guys and not always just to talk to them about football. You know, if you're only coming at them with football questions, it's, it's hard to get a relationship. So we've missed out on a lot, especially with Tom here. Um, and, you know, I think we've managed to, to still, you know, do our jobs, but, uh, it's going to be welcome. Uh, they say that we're going to be allowed back into the locker rooms this year, and I think it's good for the players too because they can get their perspective out there sometimes, um, yeah. you know, in, in, in an off-the-record setting. We had Evans on for the first time yesterday. What a great guy he is. I mean, you see what a monster oh, yeah. he is on the field, and then you talk to him, and he's such a sweet, down-to-earth guy, and it makes you happy. And then you realize you got a couple of those guys on the team. you got Godwin on the team. you got, uh, you know, and they add that in with the – with the greatest player of all time and Gronk, and uh, it's really exciting time. And you certainly have been there for the non-exciting times of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now another chapter in, in this crazy story: Arians down, Bowles in, Brady back. Who knows what this season's going to be like? Uh, Rick Stroud, you can catch him uh, his podcast. Uh, Sports Day Tampa Bay is available on Apple, uh, iTunes, and podcasts, wherever you get podcasts, and, of course, for the Tampa Bay Times. Rick, I appreciate the time this morning, and we will certainly uh, follow you during the season so that you could disappoint Gio at every turn. <laughs> yeah, Gio, I, I, again, let me apologize to Tampa Bay and yourself for taking away a Lombardi trophy. I know yeah, it would have made all the difference. And, we could have had back-to-back. Uh, -back. You ruined it. <laughs> I know, man. I tend I tend to change history. Sorry about that. I'll try not to get away next year. Listen, man, I know it's all business, nothing personal. When they win this year, then we'll go. Remember they won, and then there was the Stroud year, and then they won <laughs> yeah, again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they never credit me when they win, you know. They never, I remember those two Super Bowl teams. What about all those stories? They really oh. strouded it up that second half. <laughs> we could have had three in a row. <laughs> hey, thanks, Rick. I appreciate you calling okay. in, buddy. Take it easy. There you go. Rick Stroud from uh, Tampa Bay Times. I was so mad at him. Yeah. But, he, <laughs> but you know what, though? That's that's the kind of stuff when I was more on the reporting end of it lived for. I mean, oh. you if you get a second. I remember, I remember um, oh, who was it? Was it Daryl Strawberry? Somebody, somebody got in trouble for something, and they were holding a press conference downtown. And I looked at my program director at the time when I was in sports radio. I go, who's going to cover the press conference? He's like, nobody. I go, 
I'll go. And he goes, you're going to go? I was like, yes, this is what we do. I got to go. I got questions. I gotta, and I ran down the, the downtown. I lived for that kind of stuff. I'm looking at it as super biased Bucks fan with rose-colored glasses. Of course. Of so course. I don't want nothing to go wrong where uh, he is. It's a, a massive scoop that you have to do as a reporter. Yeah, and then you have to still keep maintain that relationship with Arians where he'll text you when he right. wants to talk to you yeah. and you know, say something. So it's, it's tough, tough to have. Uh, all right, well, there you go. That's straight from the guy who probably knows the most about it. Uh, we'll find out more information. It may not be as bad as it looks, and it may not be as good as it looks. I mean, I think, really, it doesn't change much as far as the team because, for the most part, I think they were running Byron Leftwich's offense and kind of what Brady wants to run anyway. Which Brady liked. Yeah, yeah, so, really, I don't think this changes a whole lot. There were a lot of people um, I saw on social media going, Byron Leftwich just stinks in uh, being the coordinator and blah, blah, blah. But not Brady. Brady loved yeah. them. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm talking about like fans, right? And uh, I, I don't know, you know, who I don't know who's, but Brady seemed to love him and praise him and get along with him, and it, clearly it worked. They get along, and even if you go to the year before Brady with Jameis, even with the interceptions, they were still for, had the most yards in the league. So yeah. that offense that they're running has been productive. Got to bring Jameis into it. Uh, oh, <laughs> Got to go back to his baby. Did anybody see the uh, the new trailer for? The new Top Gun movie? Yes. Looks awesome. It's yeah. got a new date now. Yeah. And July. It does look awesome. And you find I, out about Iceman. Yeah. yeah. You and, mean uh, Admiral. Yeah. That's right. Uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. No. Akbar. Akbar. No. Beat <laughs> <laughs> you to it, Joe. Admiral uh, Kazansky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, do we know that Goose's son is yes. there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? he, Miles Teller is Goose's yeah. son. And they, and when he has the mustache and the glasses, he looks just like he yours. really does. By the way, I love the uh, the female pilot says we're the best of the best. Who's going to come in and train us? Yeah. And then uh, Tom Cruise splits the two planes. Uh, yeah. uh, morning, gentlemen. It's your captain speaking. Oh no, wait! I was just at Jurassic Park. No. That's Top Gun, not Jurassic Park. Can you imagine if who's going to train us? A T Rex came. Oh man! Yeah. Movie. I would do. Carmen, did you ever see the first Top Gun? No. I oh. knew it. I knew uh, yeah. it. Well, it's good. You guess what you're doing this weekend? No. By the way, Carmen. Oh, it's old. It's HD. It's HD. Since when? Uh, you know what? <laughs> By the way, T Rex could not touch the controls. True. <laughs> I don't think it holds up if Carmen went to watch it right now. You don't Probably think so? not. No. No. So let me tell you what ruins Top Gun: oh. the love story. Yeah, cheese. Yeah. Well, the cheese. Yeah. I mean, I it's not, not just the not just the fact that he that he falls in love with his his uh, not instructor but whatever she was. Yeah. But it's it's a, it's like him going to her house, making and love, being late, and I'm gonna go take a shower while I'm yeah. eating the food. I'm hungry. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, stop Beautiful. It. Well, I don't know. I I remember seeing that movie in the movie theater when I was a kid, and loving yeah. it. Loving it, and now the fact that there's a sequel 30 years later, I think, is great. And I'm almost happy now that the time has come that they held it back till it was right. Yeah. And you want to see you it know? in the theater. I am. Yeah. I feel like every sequel that happened way later yeah. was just awful, and it ruined it. Don't ruin it, Carmen. Like Anchorman. Oh, that happened God. 10 years later, and that was yeah. the worst thing ever. You're right. Uh, Dumb and Dumber or oh, two. That was, that was terrible. Oh, coming to We're America too. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what the, I'm saying. Like the longer they wait, the worse it yeah. makes it. Mm. You know what they didn't have though? Those other movies. Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's right. right. Tom Cruise and makes Val movies. Kilmer. <laughs> Did, tell, well, part of me. <laughs> oh my god. Tell me one Tom Cruise movie that stinks. I can't name one. Hold on. Think about oh. it. I mean, don't even try to throw a cocktail at me because cocktail is oh, cocktail is one of the greatest oh, movies. Well, I'm sure at some point Tom <laughs> Cruise looks at his management and goes, "Why did you make me do this movie?" <laughs> uh, or maybe he loved it. I don't know. I, but we love cocktail. Yeah, Far and away, great. 
Far and Away was, I hate my wife and I could do a movie together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like she went and did yeah. Australia mm-hmm. after that, you know? Eyes Wide Shut I thought was good. Eyes Wide yeah, Shut was, was good. good. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. name one Tom Cruise movie that you were like, absolute singer. Because even Legend. they show... Legends, no. And then Oblivion is on Oblivion every is great. day, and Oblivion's good. There's Edge the of one, Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow is good. Edge of Tomorrow is great. Yeah. Mission Tomorrow's Impossible great. 9. <laughs> All the Mission Impossible All the Mission Impossible. Impossibles are good. They are yeah. good. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, Mission Impossible, the first one with Tom Cruise, uh, immediately after uh, went to the uh, barber and said, cut my hair like this. Yeah. 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 Give me the Tom Cruise. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, that's it. That's the cool look. I remember my father saw it before I did, and my father was like, I go, how is it? Was it good? He goes, it was really good. And I go, cool. And he goes, Emilio Estevez. Um, and he started naming all these people. And I was like, oh, the whole crew's back? And the whole Outsiders crew? He's like, kind of. Mm. And he's like, they're all in the movie. Not for long. I was like, why? And he goes, I'm not going to say anything. Just go watch it. I was like, all right. It was, it was a great movie with a great idea. And the action was good. And every one of those even got to the one where you got one, the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman was a little dark and you're like, eh, but still, still good. good. And then the ones that referred back to the old ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I gotta tell you, I love those movies. Ving Rhames is great. Yeah, and one of the best, like kind of remake things is that was the TV show right. and yeah. then to make it into the movie because you had better technology and all that yeah. kind of stuff that made it cooler. One of the only franchises that was able to turn Henry Cavill into a bad guy yeah. successfully and make him look tall. Yeah. I, I am wondering <laughs> how, yeah, cause he's not a very you tall know. guy, but in every scene, they must have him on a box because he's a foot taller than yeah. Tom Cruise, and he looks really mean. Um, I, I can anybody think of any? Anybody have the IMDb up? Yeah. I'm thinking of Tom Cruise movies. They one they. I mean, there were some that are less good than others, but none that you go absolute stinker. Absolute. Uh, I mean, the Mummy is the only one, and I loved it. But I, I didn't everybody see it, but plenty of people liked it. Days of Thunder. Days of like Thunder. Like most of his movies are. Are staples in a movie. Last Samurai was great. Last, Last Samurai, Samurai was great. So good. Uh, taps, so risky business. Oh, color taps of early. Color of money. He was oh, great. great. Color of money. Risky business was legendary. Yeah. It's a legendary eighties movie. You got that thing that go go go. A uh, few good men. A few good men is great. Jerry oh, yeah. Maguire. Yeah. Vanilla Sky. I got to tell you, I might change my. Not only does Tom Cruise not have any stinkers, I think every Tom Cruise movie might be great. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know also, you know what? Uh, Rock of Ages. I was like, oh, they're going to have Tom Cruise as a man. Fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. Night and Day. Jax. Well, Night and Day, Day was, was awesome. good. I like it. He did. Yeah, it's yeah. a funny movie. Yeah. yeah. Where he keeps drugging her. Yeah, right? yeah. Cameron Diaz. That's yeah. a funny movie. Uh, Valkyrie, good. The yeah. Firm, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Jack Reacher. Tropic both, Thunder. Both Jack oh, Reachers yeah. I still watch on. Yeah. yeah. It was great in Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, yeah. Dropping Thunder was the one where he had to change his persona because everybody thought he was crazy because he jumped on Oprah's couch, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so. Interview with the Vampire. Lex Interview Lex. with the Vampire where... Uh, she didn't uh, want him. Anne Rice she, didn't want him. The Anne Rice said she wanted Rutger Hauer yeah. and Tom Cruise. And then afterwards, she apologized yeah. and right. said what a great job Tom Cruise did. Yeah. Fan- that is a really, really good movie. You know, I, there's no stinkers. Mm. No. Nope. Green Man. I mean, I'm not going to watch Far and Away, but I have watched it and I'm not mad at it. Uh, American Made. Oh, he's yeah. great. Man, I forgot about that. American Made. I actually bought American Made. That's a really good yeah, movie. That's a really good movie. War he's, of the Worlds. Yeah. Even that's a Come good movie. On. He's yeah. amazing. I love you, Tom Cruise. Yeah. You might. You should be president. You did. Right? You did it, Tom. <laughs> yep. you, you did it, Tom. <laughs> I was talking to Spanish yesterday, and we were saying we got to go see that in IMAX. Yes. The sound of the jets yes. and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I love yeah. whenever they show the close-ups and the flaps and the fire. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh man, but that looks so cool. The one thing is that Tom Cruise is a stunt pilot. He f- he owns and flies a stunt airplane. 
And when he does that free climbing, I just want to be like, I, you are one pe- loose pebble away from ending it all. Oh, and the motorcycle and stunts, yeah. Yeah. Mission yeah. Impossible, yeah, he does all that crazy stuff. Well, I mean, if that's what's he making it. it so great, then that's making it great. I'm in. All I'm right. in. We're in, Tom Cruise. We'll be there for uh, Top Maverick. Gun 2, and uh, we'll, we'll be here to tell you about it. On uh, May 27th. You yes. know Admiral uh, At Kazansky? Kazansky's in it. <laughs> Like be said, they just show his picture. I in the think preview. that's it. I think that's it. Well, there's a funeral in the trailer. That's got to be him. Yeah. I'm like, they're not gonna kill Goose's son too. No, I don't no know. Spoilers, Carmen. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Jennifer Connelly <laughs> is crying at the funeral, and I don't know. And then he closes the casket and with smashes the pin. The yeah. pin By the, the way, the Jennifer basket. Connelly getting more attractive the older I'd she gets. 100 percent right? agreed. Yeah, 100 percent so agreed. Pretty. Yeah, I think Tom Cruise. Gives his life up at the end of this movie, the Top oh, Gun. To oh, save wow! Because remember, they, they play the scene where he's like, "One of us isn't going to make it back," and I think yeah. he saves the young. The I'm young not going to make the mistake of trusting you like my mm. father did. Ooh. Did that hit home for anybody else? Yeah, yeah. That, that hurt my yeah, heart. I smack him in the face, right? And be like, you know what? If you mustache. watch the movie over and again. <laughs> You'll hear Tom Cruise say, watch the tarp, Goose. Yeah. So it's not yeah. his fault. It's not, no. it's not Maverick's fault. No. It's Goose's fault. And maybe Kelly McGillis is in the casket. Oh! Thank God. <laughs> Where she belongs. Yeah. She looks like she's been in the casket oh, since the last no. movie. Oh, my oh. gosh. She is horrendous looking. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think of all the women that got to play you know, Tom Cruise's love interest and oh. what they look like now and what he looks like now. Um, and he's getting think, better with age. Yeah, you know he was married to Mimi Rogers. Yeah, who's sexy but way a older. lot older. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. older than him. And then uh, who else was he married to? He was married to Nicole Kidman. Right. Uh, uh, what's her Holmes? name? Did he marry Penelope Cruz or no? No, or they I were just dated. dated. Yeah, we had, he that, had the kid with Katie Holmes. Yeah, Siri. I'm telling you right now. Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruise together in Vanilla Sky is oh. the hottest thing ever. Cruise on, cruise yeah. on, cruise. Cruise on. <laughs> <laughs> put that on but, cruise control. By the way, has anybody seen uh, Surrey lately? No. Looks no. looks exactly like Tom Cruise and, and yeah, Katie Kate, Holmes. Like yeah. exa- if you took 50, them 50. and did, yeah, if you did like a photo mashup, it's exact. Oh my like you see god! Tom, right, you see Tom Cruise, you see Katie Holmes. Wow. Wow. Wasn't there like a rumor that she was like a test tube baby? Uh, yeah. Like one of the first ones. I would she's imagine she's a teenager. Yeah, 15. 15, yeah. Hmm, so she is 44. Would you like to meet uh, Joey Calta? Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah, she really does look like she split right down of, the middle. She's a lot of Katie Holmes. But Katie you Holmes see Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise totally. Yeah, you do. He's, he's got his eyebrows That's in his so eyes. That's funny. so funny. Well, remember, his son lives here. Yeah, yeah. That's down in Clearwater. Yeah. Connor so, Cruise. So if Connor wants to introduce Surrey to Joey, I would think that would be fine. I would host the cruises for the <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Connor Cruise, not to be confused with Celtic Cruise. <laughs> Don't try him. You can ride them both. If oh, you want. whoa. Hey. The con man. Not at the same time. No. Well, she does have his face. Right? That's so uh, by the way, the guy that hates you for new stuff. <laughs> yeah. So oh. much right now. We started oh, right on time. Sad. We started on time, and we started with Mean Tweets. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Right? We started like uh, 725 and we did one story. Gio gave you. Mm. <laughs> well, let's take a break. Oh, man. Should we do it now? <laughs> well, we got to have Rappaport, oh, too. Yeah, Rappaport. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. You hate news? I'm just going to start emailing that guy news. <laughs> they might as well. Yep. Well, what do we do? I don't know. Mike says no news is good news. Uh, you want to uh, you know, talk to Rappaport and then do news later on? What do we have in the 9 o'clock hour? Why don't we see Rappaport could do 8.30? And we'll take a break, come back, do news, and then we'll do Rappaport at 8.30. All right. Does that work? I don't like it. Madness. <laughs> it's madness. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carmen? Yes. 
Did I send you Rappaport's number yet? You did not. I was just texting you. I'm sending it to you right now. Please call him and see if we can call him at 830. Tell him we're just running late. Okay. We had breaking news here. I'm sorry to that guy. Uh, No, I'm not. Yeah, no. He was a dick. Whoa. In fact, before break, break, I'm going to tell you about Superheat and Air. How do you like that? You're going to even wait a little longer. Super heat and air, you hear me talk about them for years. So part of the reason why we walked in this room this morning, we all went, oh, it's freezing in here. Uh, Super heat and air has put the units in this home. They have put units in my old home. They've replaced old beat-up units. And the best part is, if you're thinking about doing that and you're thinking, well, I don't know, I don't have the money, man. Complete AC installation for less than $49 a month with approved credit. All you need to do is go to their website, superheatandair.com, and tell me you heard about it on this show. You can even give them a call at 813-993-1241. And whether you need service done on your unit, whether you need a new unit or you know, hey, uh, it's about to get super hot for a long time, I need a tune-up, they have the fifty nine ninety nine tune-up special right now where they'll come out and they'll get your unit in tip shop, top shape, so it can just keep cranking out uh, all through the summer and keep your place as cold as it keeps this place where the penguins live. Superheatandair.com, also available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even Christmas in the rain, where if you do have a problem with the unit, they will come out and they will help you get uh, it back up and running so you have no nights of hot air. Superheatandair.com, tell them you heard about it on the Mike Caldas Show. We take a quick break, we come right back, we go right back in the news, and then Michael Rappaport, who was our enemy and is now our friend, will join us at the bottom of the hour. He's in town at the Improv this weekend. It's the- Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.